0: Welcome to episode twelve of the High Five Down Low podcast. As always, I got my host Demetrio, yeah, co-host Demetrio <laughs> Lucero. Hello, how you doing? And we have a very special guest today, um, comedian Kurt Krober. I wouldn't say special; I'd say like medium guest. Okay. <laughs> well, we got medium, guests. <laughs> medium, um, Kurt medium guest. Medium yeah, well? um, guest. <laughs> medium guest. Medium well. Medium well known. Yeah, we actually met Kurt through uh, Josh Forbes, our guest, the director on our uh, episode two, our sequels episode. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about about yourself. Yeah. um,
1: I'm a comedian. I moved here from Los Angeles. Uh, uh, I uh, hosted Trivia Night in Denver. I met Josh Forbes through a horror trivia night in Los Angeles. Boy, do I love horror. Nice. I love comedy. I love music. I uh, consider myself a bit of a music comedian. I used to host a uh, talk show during a rave, uh, which didn't work.
2: (laughs) No one liked well, it. And how did like? How were you able to like? Were you guys like in a soundproof booth or that <laughs> walking got, around like? That would have worked better. <laughs> Both those would have worked better. It was.
1: <laughs> I did multiple versions. One was like a talk show, then a rave. One was like okay. a DJ set, then a. S- 15-minute talk show segment. Then another DJ set. Then another 15. Oh, okay. That one didn't work at all. Right. <laughs> people, people were like, "Nah, I want to dance or laugh,
0: but I'm not really laughing." So. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I could see like.
0: Where um, could we? Uh, where could we find uh, <laughs> yeah, past uh, episodes of this? Yeah,
1: check out our uh, YouTube.com/soundbleedrave. Nice. Or follow me on Twitter at www.kurtcom. Awesome.
0: Well, today our topic is uh, music-related as well, mm-hmm. and. We, our last episode, we kind of got off on a little slight tangent talking about documentaries and stuff. So I figured uh, what an episode, today's episode is going to be top five music documentaries. That's
2: right. And then uh, we thought to kind of go with that, go with the same kind of theme, we reverse it. And so our low five is going to be, and I think you put it best. Um,
0: awesome, mm-hmm, bad, bad, or awesomely bad, awesomely bad. cameos. By rock stars slash yeah. musicians yeah. in Movie. mainstream movies. Right. Non non documentary. Non documentary. I had a yeah.
1: lot of fun with that. Yeah. 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 There's
0: yeah. some
2: good stuff out there. There's some good stuff. Good out good, there. good bad stuff. I might yeah, have bad. Badly good.
0: I might have touched on TV too. Alright. Yeah. yeah. cameos. We didn't really we weren't very specific. Right. 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 We're usually pretty uh <laughs> you know, lax on stuff. he mm-hmm. likes to yeah. do top sixes all the yeah, time. Yeah, I'll do he some ties. <laughs> I'll do He'll some like ties. Do ties. I don't know how that,
2: how it happens, but
0: sometimes I, I got, tie. I got a
1: low one for this round, if you guys will let me. Like a hated one.
2: Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure.
1: So sure. I might throw six in, but okay. it's a low round. We're we not the stickler the for the five, rules.
0: We'll, <laughs> we'll, when we finish Never our top five, we'll do the... We'll do some honorable mentions and you may be some honorable turds, I guess. Sure, yeah. yeah. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Right, I'm into it. So, okay. Uh,
2: well, as our guest, uh, please lead us off. Yeah. What is your, is your top five? Number five. Number five? Yeah. Number our, five, yeah. Uh, Anvil.
0: Ah, oh, yes, Anvil. yes. The story the of Anvil. Anvil yes. The
1: story of Anvil, the heavy metal band that didn't quite make it. Uh, and I think the reason why it's number five, I think a lot of rock docs are that, like, this band never made it. That sucks. And, I, like, I love them all, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But... I think the reason why that one made my list is because it's shot so beautifully. Like, it's just got that roadie who, like, is in love with them and, like, just is an amazing cinematographer. And it's just beautiful.
0: Like, there's all these shots. It feels like a real movie sometimes, not Mm -hmm. even a documentary. And there's, like, there's that classic story of, like, redemption a little bit in in it, too, you know? Like, we want to root for that underdog, you know? And if it's a real-life underdog, even better, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And then they got that big tour after it. Like, yeah. that movie actually helped. I, you know, yes. I actually did see them at the Gothic Theater here in Denver after the movie. That's you know? a big like, I never would have went yeah, if it yeah, weren't never, for the... They probably would have never been at the Gothic Theater yeah, if it exactly. weren't for that movie. So, it's, yeah, and it was awesome. And yeah. he did do the, like, guitar solo with the vibrator and everything. And, like, <laughs> sing that live, man. Check, right. check that off your bucket list. <laughs> you know? like,
2: yeah. It's good to hear about, like, when the, they do stories like that. You know, when you hear about people who got that exposure of their story of like, you know, this whole their whole lives they've been trying to build towards something and they believed in it. And a movie
0: like that, they needed something like that to like
2: expose them to, you know, the general populace. And the the one thing
0: that was hilarious about that movie though, like they're interviewing all these like musicians that obviously made it like Slash and stuff, and he's just talking about yeah, a Handful was awesome. It's like, well, why didn't you ever take them out <laughs> on right, tour? Right, right. There's know, nothing you could do. Like you couldn't help them out. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Protect yeah, yeah. your own goddamn neck. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I always just thought that was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, that's man. A good, that I, is a really
2: shoot, good pick. I love that. Movie, it's all my man. honorable mentions. All right, so uh, I'm gonna go with my number five, all right. and it is the documentary Hype oh, okay. uh, from 1996. That's on my list. All nice, nice. So this is a, a movie documentary that's, like, packed with lots of good concert footage. Um, it covers the rise and overexposure of the Seattle music scene in the 90s. Um, and if you're, even if you're not a fan of, like, quote-unquote grunge, uh, it's still a good documentary about how the American corporate machine could exploit a small music scene and, you know, and becomes, like, marketed nationwide as a clothing thing, and as a trend, you know, oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, you know, it's just that it's the old it's the story of like how, you know, something comes, becomes assimilated and taken over that, you know, began as real small. And then how the people who are in that scene, how do they deal with it? You know, do they go with the exposure or do they get left behind, you know, and do they stay, you know, like true to their form or whatever? But yeah. anyway, that's a good it's, you know, I feel like I, I was kind of watching it lately and it feels a little dated now, like just as far as far as like nah, the way it looks. And I think it's on point. And I don't know. It just it felt like wow, this was made in the nineties and now it feels it feels real nineties, about the nineties and I don't know. I feel like it's so disregarded
1: for how huge that music scene was. Yeah. Like, those bands yeah. are still huge. Like we're still yeah. Pearl Jam is still headlining music Pearl, festivals. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, how do people not know about this movie that has right. amazing concert footage of all of those bands? Nirvana's like, iconic Nirvana, now. Yeah. yeah. Nirvana's yeah. been iconic for twenty years. Right. Like right. I see kids wearing Nevermind shirts that have no idea who Nirvana exactly. is. And yeah. it's
2: like, oh yeah. there's this. Guy. No, no, it's, it's still a great documentary, yeah. I think. You know, well, um, I feel
0: like that they touched on some of the more obscure bands in that documentary. Oh yeah, too. and that's, they didn't and just skim over and just go right, to the big four or whatever. Right, you right. Know? They like touched on these, like you know, Mud Honey and these mm-hmm. the the lower, the lesser tier of you know as far as commercial success in that right. film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. I liked it good too. Show. All right, I'm, uh, I'm going with my number five, and it's a 1990, or excuse me, 1986, and it would be. Heavy metal parking lot. Ooh, um, I like it. nice! It's uh it's a seventeen minute long film here, and it's it's basically this the guy this these two guys went out to uh, a the par- a parking lot in Landover, Maryland, nineteen eighty six for the Judas Priest concert, and just basically interviewed random heavy metal <laughs> fans in the, in the in the audience, and um, it's just great, dude! It's hilarious, man. You know. Um, and another funny little side fact about this was um my middle school social studies teacher like that's his buddy his buddy's <laughs> the one who made this film. Nice. So and it was nice. like we were we uh one of my buddies graduated college and invited stayed in contact with our teacher. He was a cool dude, man, and he came to his graduation party and that's where he told me about that. He's like, "Oh yeah, Heavy Metal Parking." Like, "Yeah, that's my buddy, man." He, you know. He, he made that and it's hilarious. It's on YouTube. It's a great, yeah. 17 yeah. minutes of your life, you'll you'll be happy about it, you know? Yeah. There's, like, a sequel, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the sequel's not as good. Yeah. You can't catch lightning in a yeah, bottle Yeah, you can't. You can't. You really can't, you know? You cannot. So that's my number five. And uh, I kind of want to remake that movie, but, like, in a Grateful Dead parking lot. Like, oh, not remake it. Just, like, sure. make my own. Kind of
2: like an anthology thing where yeah. you go to the next thing and then the next yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 I had thought about it. That'd be kind of cool. That was yeah, a
0: cool idea. Yeah. That, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah.
2: There you go. It could there be. There you go. It's a
0: se- that could be a series, honestly. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. it could.
1: Okay, let's get Netflix. All right. Back right. up. Yes, yes. IFC have C or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip my number four because it was hype. Okay. Okay. So all right. let's keep going. Let's all right. keep going. I'm so,
2: down. Okay. All right. So uh, I'll go with my number four, and that's From Motown to Off the Wall. It was a documentary that was on Showtime oh, about the Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson sto- yeah, so it was a Michael Jackson story, oh, basically. Right. Um, I have that, like – cued up, ready to watch. And, and it's it's real easy to watch. It's real simple. It's like, you know. Spike Lee, right? Yeah, it's directed by sure. Spike Lee. And it kind of, you know, it's it's sort of like you see similar documentaries about the making of albums. You know, you talk to the people who are involved with the album, and you talk to people who are now like modern artists who are, who are influenced by the album. It's like Questlove and Pharrell and those guys. Um, but what's kind of neat about it is that the way that they do it is they, they cover a little bit of the Motown stuff and his... Somewhat kind of break up from the Jackson Five and going out on his own and producing his own, you know, his first solo album or whatever. But they go it. They go by the. They go by tr- track by track. So they cover each track and they talk about it and discuss, you know, how it w- maybe how it was written or why it was written and you know recorded. And then you know, Questlove and those guys will talk about like, oh, I, I first listened to this. You know, I would sneak this album with my down, downstairs with my girlfriend. You know, to try to like you know turn her on uh, and okay. stuff. And so yeah, nice. it was a really it was a really good docu-
0: documentary. I gotta, I I gotta it. watch that. It's on my. Uh to watch list. Yeah. I had a big to stuff. watch list for this right. podcast. I was like, can yeah. I
1: bang out 12? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: There's a lot of good stuff that just came on Netflix, yeah. too. And, and like, it's
2: oh. it, what's kind of nice about it, too, is that it, it just covers the music. It's, it has nothing to do. You would know nothing about Michael Jackson as a man. A, by watching this documentary, it's just completely Good. about the music and nothing scandalous. Maybe nothing. That's the way to go! And yeah. you know, and you can maybe it's like argue that blinders, like man. you don't know, like, well, what was his mindset? Like, what was going on with him? But you know, at the same time, it's like, who cares? He just made a badass disco album that's you know still the test of time. So
0: yeah, like, is the right. top album of all time. <laughs> right, right. 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 Cool, man. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna check it out for sure. Uh, my number four is uh, last year's uh, Amy, the Amy Winehouse documentary. Um, it's it's really good. It's really depressing. It's really heartbreaking and sad, but it's just uh, very interesting. I had, me and my wife put it on one night, like, oh, let's watch a little bit of this before we go to bed. And we ended up staying up and watching the whole thing. And it's just, pra- it's basically comprised of like home, vi- home foot, home video footage back, you know, behind the scenes footage, just this real, and it's just really raw, man. You get a, you get a raw look at the ugly side of everything. And what I found was kinda of interesting, there's lots of interviews with people, but they'd never show like the talking head in the in the in the in the film. They just put the dialogue over nice. footage and stuff. Yeah. So it's just That's like this awesome. really raw, intimate look into like just the artist that obviously just yeah. s- was real and struggled yeah. with pain, and it kind of, ultimately killed her. You yeah, know? it's and kind it's, of the opposite of the
2: off-the-wall one, you know, which yeah, is a bunch exactly. of talking heads. It's a nice feel-bad documentary. Yeah, 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 which is off-the-wall is feel-good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So that's my feel-bad. But, hey, it won Best Documentary, the Academy Awards. So that's right, yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's pretty good. And it was
2: like her family went up there and po- Yeah, they accepted the award in their name so. or something like I that, or dad so. or mom or yeah, something. Yeah,
1: yeah. I went to a movie theater once and uh, it was playing. Once? There was only, yeah, once, <laughs> only one time. It was playing, Amy, and uh, the only other movie playing at that theater was Trainwreck. And I thought, wow, you could switch those movie titles and it would still be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, That's kind of a nice double Or you could, like, you could walk into one expecting to see yeah. the other one. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you know?
0: exactly. I don't know if I saw the right one. That's a double feature if I've ever seen one. All right, I guess we're on to uh, to number three. All right, my number
1: three is uh, The Devil and Daniel Johnston. Oh, yes. uh, About the depressed, uh, anxious, uh, uh, bipolar, everything indie rock musician from the early Mm -hmm. 90s, late Mm -hmm. 80s. Mm -hmm. that Took acid at a butthole surfer show and was already crazy and then got extra crazy. Yeah. Uh, But it's beautiful because I kind of always wrote him off you know i was like daniel johnson he's like a freak and yeah I, these aren't real yeah. songs and then after listening to that movie i just like fell in love with the way he sings and the way he writes music and it was great because i was able to see him after that and it just kind of opened up this artist to me that i'd been like oh hipsters like him kurt cobain likes yeah, him because yeah. that's what hipster assholes like but yeah right seeing that m- documentary made me like love him like he really is an amazing songwriter he's just trapped in this Body
0: and brain, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was so interesting, like all the like artwork he did too. You know, like I remember he did yeah. like create, like drawn, like superheroes, Captain America and stuff, and it was real chaotic like, looking. Yeah, it'd be so crazy just to, I don't know, go through life like that. But basically, all he's doing is creating, you know. Hmm. It was. He's, he's it was trying to get fun. out
2: what what's inside of yeah, his head. Yeah. That the chaos inside of his head is coming out. You know, yeah. and his music. That was and a his fascinating
0: art. one. I remember I, I watched that on Netflix. Yeah. Back when I got the discs in the mail, that mm-hmm. was, a, yeah, uh, that was yeah, a good one. Yeah. Back of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. now it's yeah. back in the day, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I remember VHS too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I have hype on VHS in my garage Nice. Tech, so. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. <laughs> we were talking
2: about a word that might go away soon is the word rewind. Like we were talking, my friend and I were talking about that. Like, what do you, you don't rewind anything anymore you know no, no one says hey could you rewind that Yeah, hey, you could it's always like skip back or, or scan or something mm-hmm. like that so it's gonna i think i feel like that word is gonna slowly like you know go I away i feel like it could be saved by like a
1: like a good rap hook <laughs> like yeah. a good hip hop check hip-hop it hook. and rewind <laughs> check it rewind bring it back that was cool <laughs> yeah yeah there
2: you go yeah hip hop's the last bastion of yeah. like some
0: vocabulary cool Just like shake it like a polaroid right
2: right right <laughs> okay so my number 3 is the documentary gimme shelter um, the rolling stones um Documentary about their I think 1960 to 1969 U.S. tour, but it really culminates with the show at Altamont Speedway, yeah, yeah. Um, where it's just this. It almost becomes like it feels like you're starting to like watch like a horror thriller movie. Yeah, you know, if you feel like you know this tension starts building because uh, the Rolling Stones hired the Hell's Angels to be the bodyguards and yeah. the, um, the uh, yeah the security for the night, and they're fighting with fans they're fighting with actual band members there was like you know other bands there, like Crosby Stills Nash and Young and Jefferson Airplane and one of the Hells Angels guys like knocks out the lead singer for Jefferson Airplane and and it's and you know eventually you see like uh, a guy who I can't remember what his name was um but there's a guy there who gets who gets murdered and it's on film they recorded they, they caught it on film and you know the guy was prosecuted I don't know if he went to jail or not um but it's just it's it's I don't know it's it's a lot of uh I don't know. It's it's a freaky movie to watch. Well, it feels I, I, it feels like a sh- like I said. It feels like you're watching a horror. Movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know that's commonly referred to as kind of like the death, the end of the '60s, the end of the, right. the summer the love, whole the whole summer love of, thing. Yeah, the end of hope. You know, mm-hmm. it was just like ushered in the gritty 70s really yeah. you know those yeah. angels spent too much time with hunter s thompson before that show happened <laughs> that, <laughs> well it's like they, they paid them with beer to like to come and, be, and i kind of felt like i just heard somewhere that they're basically like kind of bullied into they're basically like you're gonna make your are Yeah, you're yeah use they us. didn't have a choice you like, know, yeah really, yeah you know? yeah
2: which, I mean, it shows, like, the, the manager of the Rolling Stones, like, negotiating with the Hells Angels. But it's, yeah, you feel like he's kind of bullying yeah, yeah, them. They're, they're, there's yeah. no
0: way he, they weren't going you know, right, to, do it. Right, 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 There right, was a yeah.
1: lot of footage of the Rolling Stones around then, too. Like, between Cocksocker Blues and uh, the movie about making Sympathy for the Devil with mm-hmm. Truffaut. Like, yeah. they... Like, they did care, but they were almost like, oh, let, shoot it. Who cares what right, happens? Yeah, we're yeah. going to have a couple movies, and some exactly. of you'll never see.
2: Yeah, and that's why they let that guy who was – he was actually doing a documentary about the making of Sticky Fingers, and then they let him come on tour with him or with them, and that's how he got that footage too. So,
0: yeah. Crazy. Good choice. Good choice. Um, my number three is 2003's End of the Century, the Story of the Ramones. It. Um, yeah, it came out, I mean, geez, over 10 years ago, 13 years ago, and it – I feel like it was, like, right before – I mean, as they made this movie, it's pretty depressing, man. It's like, you know, it, the whole story is, like, how the Ramones almost, you know, were, like, the biggest band in the world and should have been the biggest band in the world but never were the biggest band in right. the world. they couldn't and, you know, cross over like And that. it was kind of similar to – it was like, a, you know – I mean, they were bigger than Anvil, obviously, but, you know, just they have – <laughs> Just a little. But, um, <laughs> you know, they had – you know, it was always, like, you know – they were just always almost on the cusp of, of being huge, as huge right. as they are today. Now, now right. that well, you know, majority of them are dead, and everyone yeah. just
1: ripped them off. That that's, is true. That's just what happened. Everyone, like, yeah. music
0: group. Because
1: th- when you only have three chords, you you probably need like five to be the biggest band in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Five.
0: Green exactly. Day had five. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it, you know, it was just it was good. It was sad. It was you know, it was in depth. You know, told the whole story and it's just crazy how like joey joey Ramone, and johnny ramon could really like literally hate each other and still stay in this band together for 20 plus years and it was pretty i don't know it's great another one i watched back when the old netflix disc came in the mail and uh i'm gonna throw a tangent in
3: here
1: sure uh, in. i just watched rock and roll high school the the movie mm-hmm. where, uh, oh yeah. yeah i love it it was so much fun but uh Joey Ramone, Johnny Ramone, the singer Joey Ramone. Joey Ramone, Joey. exactly like Adam Driver with a wig. Like, <laughs> just throw a wig on Adam Driver and so, he's gonna star in. So the So Adam,
2: Adam Driver was born to play Joey Ramone. He is. He he was. Was. So yeah, Adam, <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. Not Star Wars. Yeah. Not, yeah. You know. after, after you played Darth Sidious <laughs> C- S- or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Han Solo's son. Like no one bought that. Like you're the son of Boiler. Harrison Ford. Mm, yeah. You're you're really? Come on. You're, you're really, really Joey, Joey Ramone. Ramone. You're really Joey Ramone. You got the wow, back. Going that is. That is.
0: That is spot on. Yeah, man. that's For, inspiring. I know, because <laughs> remember in Entourage, they had the stupid thing where what's his name was supposed to play? Yeah, he's supposed Joey to play Jerome and looks
2: nothing like yeah. him. and
0: It is yeah, ridiculous.
2: Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. So that was number three. That was number three. All so right. we oh, are so. already on
1: to Duel? number two. Yeah. Duel. All right. Uh, so I don't know what year, but uh, late 80s. Uh, Penelope Spirits, The oh, Decline nice. of Western Civilization. Nice. I just watched mm, the sequel one. too, because people tell me the sequel's better, The Hair Metal Years, yeah, yeah. and that movie is so depressing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm going yeah. with the original, I'm going with the first one, because mm-hmm. I'm a punk rock kid, I just moved here from Los Angeles, like I was born and raised on that shit, to see Black Flag and Circle Jerks and X, like pure. That movie is pure, unadulterated punk rock. Like I've never seen just people Like that's the punk when I was 13 and I wanted to be a punk kid. That was the like seeing the real life version of it was so like astonishing. Like Mm -hmm. that's just a fly on the wall and meeting some fucked up kids Darby right. crashed, like, getting way too fucked up on heroin and performing live. Like, that movie is just mm-hmm. – it's surreal. Like, it's, yeah. it's a slice of life. And not enough documentaries, I think, are a slice of life. They're telling a story. Right. And that was just a person who was there and wanted to shoot the shit
2: out of it. It was it was almost like war footage. Like, when you see, yeah. like, a war documentary and someone's, like, in the trenches, you know, just filming the, the shit going on around them. And it, that's how that movie felt to me. Yeah. You know? um, Know, like something was dangerous, you know. and oh, I was at any, at any
0: moment something dangerous could happen. I <laughs> yeah. was like, "Sign me up, send right. me to Vietnam." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I put both those on my honorable mm-hmm. mention list as yeah. well. Yeah, um, I remember they were hard to find too. It was like a bootlegged movie for a yeah, longest time. You have remember to like, you could rent it from wax tracks. Right. Independent, in and Denver. independent record stores. Yeah, so yeah. That's where or would, across the tracks. Yeah. yeah you have, have like, to go to those kind of places to find would that have bootleg VHS mm-hmm. stuff. They I have that on VHS. Stuff, yeah, yeah, you know. And like that's the only time I was able to, you know, they didn't have it at Blockbuster or anything like right. that, man. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Great, Great choice. choice.
2: So, my number 2 is The Beatles Anthology. And this is this is more of like a video encyclopedia than an actual like documentary. And the reason it has such a, like a high place on my list is because it feels like all the footage and the music and the production value, it's like you're taking the best class in the history of pop music. And yeah. and I just, you know, you, you you enjoy the whole, you know, all this information that, that's coming in. It's it's just, you know, and it's, you could sit there for hours and just watch this whole thing and understand, you know, understand completely who the Beatles were and what they did and why they did it.
0: So. yeah, I remember watching that entire thing. Like I was sick, I had like the flu or something and I was like out of commission for like two or three days. And I just kept, watch that on VHS. Mm-hmm. And like my yeah. my dad had the box set, you know, so yeah. I remember like popping in right? each tape and they're yeah. like making maybe an hour long each or something, yeah. like eight yeah. or 10 discs or cassettes, yeah. Yeah. tapes. They should put I, it on Netflix. And I feel yeah. they should. Everyone would watch it
1: and everyone would be a Beatles fan. Right. Yeah. Like kids would be that's,
2: like, start Strawberry Fields? And ah. that's, what it, that's what it feels like. It feels like you could sit kids down and like, here, put this on, watch this, and you'd understand, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's probably one of the best ever. I didn't put it on my list, put it in honorable mention mm-hmm. as well, I didn't but think of it. Well, because like, you don't, you don't <laughs> think of it as a music documentary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, while it is,
2: it's yeah. just it's not there's no story. It's well, you know, it's yeah, from, just from I mean, you know, the beginning is. of the Beatles to the like end you of the said, Beatles, it's,
0: a, it's history. Yeah, history yes. lessons. Yeah, it's yeah. All yeah. history
2: lesson. Footage of them.
1: Like, that's exactly. how I've seen all the like the rooftop, let it be footage. Mm-hmm. And like, that's where you see better it all of their movies.
0: But it shows. Right. The stuff well the stuff from their movies that matters right like, exactly it's put together and so kinda, well they showed all those little like they were kind of like those little promo films they did which right. were really like proto music videos yeah. you know yeah. like the psychedelic ones and stuff mm-hmm. there was those were included on that yeah i never would have saw that prior to youtube or without that known or, it existed yeah yeah, or even known it existed yeah. exactly yeah. so yeah great awesome uh my number two is 2005's the fearless freaks It is the, uh, (laughs) flaming lips documentary, man. And, um, it's just great, dude. And it's, it really is. It's gives you such a insight into crazy old Wayne Coyne and just his whole process of what he does. You know, I mean, he's not the best singer. He's not the best musician, but he's one amazing creative dude, you know? And, um, you know, me and my, I, I showed that to Naomi, my wife, and she, she didn't even know who the Flame Lips were <laughs> or really cared about him much. But then, like, she was compelled. Like, man, this is really interesting. And then mm-hmm. we ended up seeing them at Red Rocks doing the Dark Side of the Moon and yeah. with the symphony earlier this summer. And it was, it was like a spiritual experience, <laughs> man. It was so, yeah, just awesome and like, yeah. it's, it's almost epic.
2: Yeah, it's almost there's no way to describe. You have to see it for yourself. You know yeah, what a, what a flamingly exactly. show is, or exactly. Or but I feel music.
0: like I feel like that film does a good job of like the story behind it all. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah.
2: And,
1: and it all, the 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 couple things about that movie that make me really excited is like one is like I thought that band was all Wayne, but it's like Stephen Draws yeah, brings exactly. so much yeah. to it, and it's exactly. like without him, it's like that band's probably just Wayne like in a corner with a bunch of drugs and a guitar being like, can I do it? And a karaoke mic, man. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, also, I feel like, similarly, Wayne doesn't give a shit about fame. Like, watching that documentary was pre, like, their blow-up. I think a lot of that footage was Wayne down to be in Oklahoma.
0: Like, I'll play this music forever. Like, Like, doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it's still rad that he does, like, totally lives in Oklahoma City in this kind of, like, slummy neighborhood, and he's just, like, the town crazy guy, and everyone's cool with it, man. Yeah, yeah.
2: But he's also like, you know, he's such a, a homer, too, because he loves everything about Oklahoma and Oklahoma City, yeah. you know, basketball yeah. team and whatnot, yeah. Kind
0: of like Prince, you know, but, you yeah, know, how he stayed, you yeah. know, stayed <laughs> yeah, just not, right. he wasn't ever on Prince's levels, <laughs> not or success, you, know, <laughs> right. but, Who or, you is. know, yeah, you know, exactly, <laughs> yeah. but, well, yeah, you know, he just was a hometown <laughs> dude, and, you yeah. know, building those props for the movie in his backyard and stuff, Right, Christmas yeah. on Mars and all yeah. that. Which I've yeah.
1: never seen, and yeah. I'm still
2: regretful of it. Um... Yeah,
0: it's pretty awesome. weird. Pretty it's it's, worth, watch, it's okay. worth watching-ish, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting.
2: <laughs> if you're down to, like, you know, kind of, like, freak out it's for a night. It's something good to just put on, just in the, kind of, okay.
0: like, at a party yeah. or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah projector let toilet. it play yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly, on the wall. And yeah. <laughs> cool. I guess this uh, brings us to number, <laughs> number one. Cool.
1: Uh, so I actually just rewatched this movie. I was sitting at work and I put it on my computer because I was like, is it the best music documentary of all time? <laughs> well, you're oh, best music documentary. Fuck yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. My – but, you know, <laughs> all opinions are subjective and I'm the only person that matters. So, you know, life's <laughs> yes, hard. exactly. That's, that's, that's the whole point of uh, this podcast. But uh, I dig the – Battle mm-hmm. between the Dandy Warhols and the Brian Jones massacre. Yep. I just yep. think it's the greatest rock documentary ever. Like I love my artists insane, and yeah. thus I love Anton. Uh, <laughs> I love Kanye West. I love Mel Gibson. You know I love psychopaths. <laughs> like uh-huh. and you know he sneezes hits. That movie's just beautiful. It's two bands. Like one guy is so crazy that he starts a rivalry with another band, and they're just like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's funny. Like both those bands are still kind of around. Yeah. Like Yeah. yeah. I just, it's just beautiful. I, I love it every second of that movie.
2: It's kind of, yeah, it's interesting how he like found this. I don't know, like he found the story. Like you, you see the story take shape yeah. as you're watching it. You know, you're not really sure what's going to happen, but he's like, oh, this guy's kind of crazy and, you know, what's he going to do next? And it keeps you compelled like
1: that. Yeah, and it's like, it's like you're on the side of the Dandy Warhols because he's narrating that whole movie. You're right. like, look <laughs> at us. We're getting popular. We're kind of yeah. hacky, but not really. We're a pretty good band. And then there's this. Beautiful psychedelic freak out there Who just walked out of the desert yeah. And is like yeah. I must a a rivalry
0: with you yeah. Not like, if I was the last dandy Or you were the last dandy on earth and, Yeah <laughs> it just, it's, it's wild how that got captured too All yeah. that stuff mm-hmm. You know Especially yeah. in, in an era When it wasn't like Everybody had cell phones To record everything Right, I mean, right. Watching it again
1: Like older as a, as a man with thoughts And my own artistic ideas I think it's fake it's like it, I think that's what Anton is doing. Anton is starting this fake rivalry, right. talking to this documentarian, being like, hey, "This is this is film, film this film because this, yeah. this is interesting, and we're going to make a narrative because I'm this brilliant artist." Right? Thinks, Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. And then it happened, and it plays mm-hmm. out that way, and it plays out honest yeah. somehow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that. I do remember watching it ten years ago and mm-hmm. enjoying the hell out of it, and mm-hmm. thought it was awesome and amazing right. and. Gosh, I want to see how it holds up, you know? It, yeah. Seriously. Because I did, felt the same way. And I was like, I can't be right. My favorite number one
1: is probably Wilco's I'm Trying to Break Your Heart. <laughs> oh, dude, that one's amazing, too. That's uh, a good one. But yeah. I, I literally chose between my two number ones, so I left that off the list. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I I was like, no, nah, it's the bet. Like, for me, like, it just – it just, re- I felt all those feelings again. I was, like, giggling the whole time. Nice. being Like, you're nice. such a weird yeah. band. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Such a weird movie, too. All right, cool. Well, I great. wish it was, Is it
0: streaming on Netflix still? It used to be. It is uh, on YouTube? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, Everything's uh, I don't streaming think it's, on YouTube. Yeah, right? sure on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. so I, mean, I, mean, I don't the think it's sound's design. off, but.
2: Uh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can't find it on Netflix right now. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. They took out a bunch of good documentaries I know. lately. Fear like, Freaks isn't on there um, anymore. Either. Death was on there, but it's
0: gone. It's a band called
2: Death. band called Death is yeah. on there. Yeah. Okay, so my number one is the movie Scratch. Oh, and right. that is uh, a film about hip hop, DJing, or turntablism. Uh, where they gather around the best like hip hop, uh, best DJs, producers, and journalists uh, to wax poetic. Same dude that did Hype, right? Yes, yes. directed, directed yes. the movie yes. Hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I gotta see that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's about the trials and tribulations, and the battles, and the pratfalls, and the triumphs of vinyl, basically. Yeah, you know?
0: I loved it too. And that's another one of my favorites. That's one I like to show people that have right, never seen it and never, it just never blows seen it. their mind. And, and like, every so time, every
2: time, and every I feel like every like you can go back and revisit that movie like once a year and just feel good. You know, mm-hmm. it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like, oh, the spirit of, of art of artists is alive. You know, it's out there. And yeah. like personally, my music taste allies more with scratch.
1: Like I was like kind of looking it up, being like, damn, I should watch that because like I've seen some vinyl DJs like spin on four decks like recently. Like I saw mixmaster Mike and I saw like oh, he's guy, in it. This guy A <laughs> yeah. Skills and yeah. I was like, this is where it's at. Like so it's
2: refreshing yeah. to hear yeah. and i think put, it's put, put, even put that one to the top of your to watch yeah list, and i think it's amazing. like people who don't really even follow hip-hop or follow you know any kind of that genre of music can still enjoy it because they they can understand like what these artists do and why they do it and their their creativity and their you know their passion yeah and yeah. they and they you appreciate that you know you watch that movie and you're like wow you could be inspired to do like you know i want to be a chef oh i'm going to watch scratch because these people did it you know and they made it and mm-hmm. i can make it too so yeah, yeah.
0: It's well edited too, man. Oh, extre- I love the oh, little like extremely. the little scratches and there's little yeah. throughout it. It's Ugh. just it's phenomenal. It's a great, great movie. That was all my honorable mentions. Uh, Could have easily been one through five as well. Sure. Uh, my number one is from two years ago. It's the it's not necessarily a, a film. It's a series. It's the Sonic Highways directed by Dave Grohl on nice. HBO. The eight part series. Man, I don't know. I was just blown away by it, man. I loved. From episode one all the way through episode eight. I loved it. I looked forward to it each week, and I was just like, it was just such a a cool idea, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's basically, you know, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters going, uh, let's see, it starts out, first episode, Chicago, then Washington, D.C., Nashville, Austin, L.A., New Orleans, Seattle, New York. And they basically go through a little history lesson in each city of, you know, like, you know they start with like the chicago blues and go all the way up to like the punk bands that came out of chicago and it's just it's just such a what does it say somebody called it the love letter to the history of american music and that's i couldn't sum it up any mm-hmm. better you know mm-hmm. yep. and um you know it was like some of these bands i, ne- I never heard it i'd never heard a naked ray gun or i'd never heard them to like watching that and i'm like right. oh yeah man right. Right. you know there's it was it was eye-opening and mm-hmm. just i don't know man dave girl's just uh, a lot of people hate on some of the foo fighter music and stuff but i just think i mean he after watching that i can never hate him dude he's, <laughs> he's so like down to earth and mm-hmm. just like respects all the genres of music yeah. from these different like cities that they go to you know yeah. like In almost treats each like and they recorded a song from each city and that's what made up their album and yeah. the album's okay it's not as good as a series at all you know right but um I don't know, it's my favorite man.
2: Yeah. It's it's he's a chronicler, you know, he's he's chronicling American music as he's yeah. going through and, and you and you understand that and and that's what makes it so like compelling, I think. It's hard to be a rock band around for twenty years, it man. Is. Like
1: you're getting old and you're getting boring and you got nothing it to say is. Yeah. and you've right. been rich for man, <laughs> since you were twenty. Like, yeah, I mean he was why? in Nirvana, man. But go yeah. ahead, Dave Grohl, be cool. Yeah. Like he's cool. Go ahead, play drums
2: on every record. Right, be yeah. be, in, be in the Muppets and you know, yeah. surprise us. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. But I mean, you have to be a big band to come up with an idea like that, and that someone's going to sign off on it. Yeah, too, you know? yeah, HBO's like, sure, right? Go to each town, eight cities for a week, film all this stuff, rent studio time, record a song. You know, well, that's why I think we were it, saying earlier. Party. Yeah, we were exactly. saying earlier about
2: Slash not helping out Anvil. Here's Dave Grohl taking that idea and saying, like, hey, I I am influential. I do have the power to do this project that you know no, most other little bands couldn't yeah, do true. but i can go and i can visit these cities and yeah. bring out these Gives bands artist exposure yeah yeah too.
0: yeah, yeah cool. so that's my favorite right now could change any other you know eventually but i don't know that's my favorite that's my number one i'm sticking to it awesome i like it um like honorable it. mentions guys uh, i think we mentioned all of mine oh man pretty I much a, i have a whole <laughs> bunch dude I,
1: I got a dishonorable uh, yeah. Let oh me yeah oh yeah let me hit my honorable right, mentions
0: right. real quick um Kurt cobain one was good the George Harrison documentary George that Harris Scorsese documentary. did on mm-hmm. HBO, that was awesome. That was good. Um, montage of Heck, the Kurt Cobain HBO documentary. That, was great. that um, animation is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. and the, like mm-hmm. re,
1: the re uh, the redone of his songs, all like orchestral. Mm-hmm. That's what made. That's what sold. Yeah, me the
0: of production yeah. of that is just top notch. Kurt Cobain. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, the Lemmy documentary, band called Death, Searching for Sugar Man. Yeah. Uh some kind of monster, the Metallica. Metallica one. Story. Uh <laughs> yep. The Tribe Called Quest documentary by uh Michael rapaport yep, yep. Which had a cool animation in it as well. Um Decline one and two. Sound City, Dave Grohl's first real mm-hmm. thing. Um mm-hmm. American Juggalo. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Still wanna go. Uh let's see. Pearl Jam Twenty Pearl Jam the Cameron 20. Crow. Yeah, the Cameron um, Crow movie that's that's my honorable mention nice <laughs> that's <laughs> like those, 20 those movies yeah. yeah
1: those about mine too uh, so my dishonorable is funny because I just talked about Dig and how I love megalomaniacs but m- this one's about another megalomaniac it's uh LCD sound system shut up and play the hits Oh, because no movie has given me more anxiety because it's an artist going well I've had this perfect uh, 10 year career so let me just call it quits right now and it's (laughs) I'm over here being like I've just been trying to be an artist for 10 years and having no success you fucking asshole and then five years later he reunites his band it's like because he can it's like let me make this beautiful love letter to me as this beautiful artist oh Oh my god I'm amazing and then but we're never going to play ever again just kidding
0: fuck you James (laughs) Murphy <laughs> nice. It's, yeah, self-centered. You know. <laughs> nice,
2: nice,
0: nice. All right. I guess okay. this brings us to the low five. Um, low five. Maybe we'll just hit each other, hit your, do your list, do your list, do your list. We'll do that type of format in instead of going 555 five, five, five or whatnot. So, okay. I don't know. Well, well, I
2: think we'll finish it off since you're the special guest. All All right. We'll finish it off with you. Sounds All good. right. So I'll go, go first. Jim. All right. So my, my number five is Ringo Starr in the movie Caveman, oh, 1981. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Nice. It's it's kind of like a misfire of a comedy that tries to like out Flintstone the Flintstones, yeah. and Ringo's not terrible, but it's just the movie itself is bad around him. He's the him. caveman, right? He's the star, and it's basically like you feel like he got bored one day because what else is he doing? You know, he's not a beetle anymore; he's not doing anything. So he like decided to make a movie with his Bond girl wife Barbara Bach, and why not? That's it because he because he could, you know. Yeah, and so uh, yeah. So that's that's terrible. Um, my number four is Madonna in body of evidence and again you know you can watch Madonna she's she's tolerable you can you can like in the movie desperately seeking Susan or who's that girl or Dick Tracy where she's basically just playing herself mm-hmm. but in this movie it's basically it's all it is is a ripoff of basic instinct. Where she's oh, yeah. a woman who murders people to death with her awesome sex. She makes sex so good that she kills guys, and so she's she's convicted of murder of like trying to steal this guy's money by killing him with sex.
1: They could have just called that movie Madonna.
2: Yeah. yeah and it's, hey, Truth or Dare. That so, was a good documentary. Well, yeah, truth or Dare. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That was a good documentary. Um, so yeah, it's it. Yeah. Just trying to write because it came out I think like, like a year or two after yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basic, Basic instinct, instinct came out. Yeah. Ugh. So terrible. Uh, Number three is Rihanna in Battleship. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I don't know if Rihanna can act. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, look at what happened with Mariah Carey from Glitter to Precious. Um, Uh, Oh, yeah. She did a really good job. But this movie, you know, she was just hired to look good in a sailor suit. And, you and know, she did. And, you know, and just kind of <laughs> yeah. like stare into the camera and how eye is, candy. How and, much
0: is it just the shitty source material? Right, right, exactly.
2: Is. And you, just to forget what you're watching a movie based on a board game that has nothing to do with the board game that it's based on. So, it does yeah. sneak
1: in the line, you sunk my battleship. It do, well, it has to. I think it
2: was contractually <laughs> obligated to do that, it. yeah. Uh, but she doesn't say it for that script. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just like points guns and says boom a lot. Like, that's all she has to do. <laughs> Uh, okay, number two is Gene Simmons in the 1984 movie Runaway. Mm. So this is like, I don't know what's lower than a poor man, you know, say a poor man's something, <laughs> but this is a poor man's Blade Runner.
0: Oh man. It takes
2: place in the future, which there's nothing futuristic about this movie, and it's about <laughs> robots that go rogue. I guess they're they are AI, but it never really explains that. And Tom Selleck is this cop whose job it is is to chase after runaway robots. And these aren't even like human like humanoid robots. They're like literally like little crawly like like spiders or crab robots that run this movie, around. <laughs> and Gene Simmons plays the evil scientist who created these robots and is now going crazy. Now he decides to, like, he's, his, his, uh, his company was taken from him, so he decides to start killing all these people using his robots. And, you know, I think the whole movie just builds to him being killed by a robot that has, like, a giant syringe sticking out of it uh, so he can stick his tongue out and have this, like, 10-minute <laughs> death scene where he's, like, you know, choking or something, and he can stick his tongue out and sneer at the camera, most of it, and shoot at Tom Selleck. And, yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's, that's, yeah, that's that movie, Runaway. Oh, wow. And then my number one, that was number two, I think. Yeah, my number one is, of course, Vanilla Ice in Cool as Ice.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I thought he was going to say Turtles 2. Uh, Turtles 2. Turtles 2. <laughs> but he was just being so. himself.
2: But in this movie, it's kind of funny yeah, because, true. you know, it's kind of a shitty wannabe Elvis movie where, you know, he's like this. He's a, he's a rap biker who arrives <laughs> into, a, into a small town. I mean, I'm not even going to explain the plot any more than that. Um, where he tries to shake up all the squares, you know, yeah. in this small town with his rapping and his well, motorcycle. It's, like and it's that classic story. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's
0: cars, and dude. And all he has <laughs> to
2: do is play himself, and he fails miserably in doing that because he has nothing else to do but just be himself. Oh man, and no he can't, can't do it. who he is. Right, I, but he's playing. I, I got a story about but Vanilla ice, ice failing Is a, is a character is a character in itself. but he can't even do that and play that character that he's, you know, that he's been. It's his career. So that's my top five
0: all right well, my low five sorry my low five <laughs> your low five <laughs> all right well we're gonna stick with vanilla ice here and um nice uh i'm gonna go with keep my keep number going. five and it's bad and it's vanilla ice and teenage mutant ninja turtles too Secret of <laughs> Ooze. i mean this is the point where the turtles jumped the shark dude whoever was behind the, you know like you this know the beginning of the end for the yes, turtles it was it was they're like okay we're gonna put put out this sequel that's just kind of mediocre um Vanilla Ice is really hot at the time. You think we can yeah, pop yeah. him in there somehow and right. have him write a song about it? Um, I think that song will stand the test of time. Though. But <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Let me tell you guys. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go off on a little it was like tangent about no. Each franchise was trying to here. cash in on, its, on, it, on yeah. each other. So uh, two weeks ago, uh, me and my wife got a, we got Groupon tickets to this I Love the '90s Hip Hop concert. Okay. Uh, and so it was featured it featured Young MC, Tone Loke, Kid and Play, Salt and Peppa, and Vanilla Ice. For twenty bucks,
2: so <laughs> for twenty bucks so um Ooh, grim.
0: yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It was a really fun time, dude. We got Drunk. there, <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people were intoxicated, um, no. but it was like. Each 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 artist just played their hit, man. Of course. You know, like... Of course. Tone Loke literally played two songs, dude. You know? And it's the same song, right? Yeah. yeah. Cole Medina uh, and Wild Thing? Yeah, no one, and Wild Same thing. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one, exactly. no one's
2: paying $20 to hear you... Yeah, To yeah, hear yeah. the
0: deep cuts. Yeah, exactly. So he came out, <laughs> Funky Cole Medina, like about five minutes of hype. You know, like, when I say, you say, oh, you know, all that type of shit. And then... Wild thing. Boom. And then, like, it was back to back. All these dudes, uh, everyone came out and just played their hits, you course, know? Of course. Yeah. Tone Loke, great actor. Yeah, yeah. Blank Jack. B- East Ventura. <laughs> Better movie. <laughs> Better, yeah, yeah. Nice. He was good in that. So, you know, we thought Salt and Pepper was going to be the headliner because that's what it said on the ticket. You sure, of course. But sure enough, salt and pepper comes on. You know, they do their, you know, let's talk and about they've, And they've kind of made a little comeback with their yeah, commercials. You know, like, they're starting to be, you know, starting to be relevant they just have, just a little they bit. Had like, they have like four or five hits. They do. They're, they weren't so, the one So, you know, they did their little thing and did, didn't close with Push It, obviously, you know. <laughs> so we're like, cool. Should we check out Vanilla Ice? Why not? We're here, dude. You know? So, like, all these acts, it was literally, like, took, like, five minutes in between each act. They were just like, boom, one after one on stage. Sure. Here. So... You know, and at the end, this should have been the clue, because everyone was always like, yeah, what up, kid And play is next, you know, and everyone's like, yeah, and then Salt and Pepper, like, vanilla ice up next.
3: (laughs) And we're like, oh, man. Thank you for the introduction. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And so, like, we waited for, like, a half hour, and we're like, what the hell is going on, you know, like, what is this dude, like, in the mirror, like, getting hyped, you know, like... (laughs) What the hell
2: Digler at the end of Boogie Nights? Yeah. So he comes You're a bright out. shining star. Gosh darn so people like you.
0: The lights yeah. hit and he comes out straight new metal, you know, like uh, plays this song nobody's ever heard, has like this dude with like uh, a thirty piece drum set, just like <laughs> fucking going crazy and everyone's like, What the hell is this? Set. you know? And uh, so, like, he start, and he's, like, straight up, like, down with, like, ICP juggalos now, apparently. So he was just like, <laughs> was this space, where are my ninjas at? Yeah, and he had this dude with the clown oh shooting Fago, God. And we were just like, what the hell wow. is this, dude? You had one job, dude. <laughs> just, like, come out and do the ninja dude rap. Dude could not help but fail Dude his life. You know what? You had one job. Come out with Ice Ice Baby. Close with Ice Ice Baby. Do like a five-minute song in between. And he everyone did, leaves just do a, a medley. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> or Kanye ranch. yeah, and, and, and everyone leaves happy, man. Exactly. So do the turtle song. Yeah. And you he, he did the turtle song. Oh, he did? Yeah, okay, Yeah, but well, it
1: was not cool. Do the Jim Carrey parody from In Living Color. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that probably would have been better. And yeah, like right? just, just dress like
0: – embrace that shit, dude. You know, right, like the yeah. Juggalo shtick, way more embarrassing yeah. than yeah, he's, even he's the, been, even he's cool as ice, dude, in hard. my opinion. So uh, I'm going to – all right. My vanilla ice story. I'm going to, yeah, okay. Number four, uh, Flea in the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Kind of yeah, bad, you know. I mean, like, it's an awesome but a movie, good, a but good, awesomely bad. bad, you know. Like, I was watching the part where he gets hit with the bowling ball, dude. And he's, like, <laughs> literally writhing on the ground for, like, five minutes, like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, you know. And so. Amy
2: Mann's in uh, Big Lebowski, too. She's the one who loses her toe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the there girlfriend we go. who lost,
2: my, her lost her toe.
0: There we go. Yeah. Um,. So my number three, uh, oh, Meatloaf in Fight Club. Oh, shit. Oh, bitch tits. Robert Paulson. Yeah, bitch tits. <laughs> That's a good one. So like he, yeah. that, one, I, that was an awesome one. Um, number two, Eddie Vedder in Walk Hard when he plays himself. In, in, introducing oh. Dewey Cox into the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame or whatever. Dude, that's um, also my favorite song in that I movie. An, I actually yeah. listen
2: to that song. Yeah. <laughs> my awesome uh, uh, honorable mention is from that movie, which almost made the number one, but I'm going to leave it off. But okay. it, uh, sorry,
0: continue. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. That's it. That was my number two. And then my number one is the 1977 made-for-TV movie, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it's yes. awesomely bad, dude. It, it, me me, me and my sister had that on VHS. We watched the shit out of it. It was at the height of yeah. the Kiss. Yeah, and you know. like, Apparently, when they pitched it to Kiss, they're like, it's going to be Hard Day's Night meets Star Wars, dude. Meets Scooby-Doo. It's, <laughs> yeah, meets Scooby-Doo. But it's more like... <laughs> Scooby Doo. Which is more like just Scooby Doo. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they're fighting robots mm-hmm. in the amusement park. Like, lasers park. are coming yeah. out of their eyes and. Really bad f- flames and lasers and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, also like gets
2: the backdrop of an amusement park. Yes. I feel like between <laughs> Runaway and Kiss Meets
1: the Phantom of the Park and Decline of Western Civilization 2, Gene Simmons comes out real low on our.
0: Yeah. Oh, Of yeah. course. Like, yeah. he
2: wanted to be an actor. And- yeah.
0: And there was. A, what was the one where he played, like, the Transvestite? There was, like, another, oh, like, my 80s God, movie, yeah. too, like, when he. He like was focusing on acting, and yeah. like the Kiss released those really horrible '80s albums. Makeupless. Yeah, yeah, Oof. makeupless Kiss, the worst. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> the worst of the worst. <laughs> uh, but my honorable mention was uh, Jack White, <laughs> also in, in uh, Dewey Cox in oh, yeah, Walkhart, yeah, 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 as yeah. Elvis. Oh and yeah. As, oh, such an amazing little cameo scene where he goes off and talks about you know there's only two types of people that know no karate, <laughs> Asian people and the King, and I'm <laughs> one of them.
0: And nice. you know,
2: walks, he mumbles, he like mumbles through the whole thing, but it's 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 spot on and great.
0: Awesome. My other, my one honorable mention would be like Wu Tang RZA and them in the coffee and cigarettes with Bill Murray.
2: Yes, yes, that's a great scene. That's, uh, that's my honorable
0: mention.
1: Since you guys did honorable honorable mentions, I'm going to start with an honorable. All mention, right, right, do it. Yeah. Daft Punk and Tron Legacy.
2: Yes. Uh, that was another one of mine. That was yeah, one of my It was too. just
1: so cheesy. It's the best song in that movie when he's like, hit it, turn it up a notch. And then Daft Punk's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you
2: see them like, nah, and you're like, ee, like squeal. It's like, yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: okay. So my number five is uh, Marilyn Manson in Party Monster.
2: Because right. he's, okay.
1: he's pretty unrecognizable. Yeah. In it. He's yeah. like the guy that's like driving the truck when they're having that like roller skating party in the back of the U-Haul. That's right. And he's just like, I mean, he like I like that because he's also shows up in Eastbound and Down. and I think he's amazing in that, mm-hmm. too, where he just kind of like lets himself be the freak he is. Like, yeah. he's just like, I'm this like kind of fat, kind of losery guy, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And he's great in Party Monster. And he's like unrecognizable because mm-hmm. it's that era. He, he, he looks like a serial killer. It's right. Great. Right. Um, nice. And Party Monster's great. Uh, my number four is Blink-182 and American Pie.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. They are watching, the, they're live watching stream. the live stream with yeah. Cream's
1: jeans. Yeah. yeah. And they love it. Oh, I
2: almost forgot with about that. With the monkey. That. There's like a little yeah. yeah, there's a monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, I was just looking shit up. And, I almost forgot about that. Uh, totally forgot about that. And
1: I think that one's just too funny. Like, they weren't even famous, right? Really. Yeah, was. Yeah. They're yeah. on the that soundtrack, a, though. That was a
0: random, crazy mm-hmm. one.
1: A little cameo, show. yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, Tom Jones and Mars Attacks. Uh uh because when they hijack his stage show and the aliens are trying to <laughs> yeah. steal along to it's not unusual. And it's uh, that
2: scene is ingrained in my brain. It's know. like yeah, well that's a, that's a Tim Burton oddity like I'm going to make Tom Jones like an action star, you know. Uh, and okay. And he crushes it. <laughs> Why not Tom Jones? Sure. Yeah, he becomes a hero in the movie. It's like an extended cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Where he plays himself, but yeah. Uh
1: I don't know <laughs> which one of these is number 1 and which one of these is number 2. Um Okay, so number two is Radiohead on South Park.
2: Oh, okay. And Scott Tenderman so must
1: die. Yeah. Uh, Cartman convinces Scott Tenderman to eat his parents. Mm-hmm. And Scott Tenderman's favorite band is Radiohead. And then Radiohead shows up and laughs at him and calls him a pussy. <laughs> yep. And that is actually Radiohead. They show up on South Park. That yep. is the point from Cartman never returned. He killed a kid's parents That's and right. forced him to eat them. And then
2: Radiohead <laughs>, laughs about it. And like, bravo, Radiohead. Like, not
1: only are you cool, like, they, you get it. They,
2: like, they understood that cameo and they're like, what do you want us to do? Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll yeah, do that.
1: Oh, for fucking sure, <laughs> Trey. And Matt.
2: <laughs> yeah. You got it. Uh, and then my number one is
1: uh, Jonathan Richmond and there's something about Mary uh, as the guy playing guitar the whole time. Right. Uh, right. And yeah. eventually he gets shot in the end. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, they shoot. Him. Uh, the old guy's pissed at him because uh, he's still in his girl and he's mm-hmm. got the theme song and, and it's live. It's like a Greek chorus. But, Just, he, uh, but at the end, he integrates himself into yeah, the movie because he's,
2: he's also pining after Mary as yeah. well. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, when I was little and I saw that for the first time, I was like, Fuck Jonathan Richmond! I don't like this. And then as I got old. Oh, oh, yeah, well, my dad was smart enough to tell me, explain it. I didn't like his singing. It was a stupid voice. And then I grew oh, okay. up and I like fell in love with the Modern Lovers. And I started listening to his like weird sing-songy gotcha. children shit. And then his weird sing-songy beautiful adult shit. And I was like, nah, he's the best. And I rewatched that movie. And it's just, he's the perfect Greek chorus because he's so sad. He's got that dumb face the whole movie. yeah, yeah. And a
0: great song, too. And a great song. Thing, yeah. It's
1: a great theme. Yeah. So Jonathan Richmond. so random, too, you know? Like,
0: really? Yeah awesome here's another uh, honorable mention that i just thought about the flaming lips on 902.0 oh yeah <laughs> they played the peach pit dude it was like one of those weird bizarre things I know like the bleak 182 <laughs> it was like the they had just had the she's she don't use jelly could have been like they really were one hit wonder yeah with that at that point you yeah in the 90s yeah they played the peach pit on <laughs> 902.0 strange it's like uh i think the b-52s you that man
2: I think I was watching Behind the Music, and the B-52s were on an episode of One Life to Live or General Hospital or something, and they played at the the bar. But, you know, they were a weird 80s band at that point. So no one, I think, like, they were like, yeah, we came on national television, and then we were told never to come back.
1: yeah. (laughs) Also, like the Mighty Mighty Bostones and Clueless. Oh yeah, <laughs> coming from Boston, they're my band. Oh yeah, Save, and they, Save they were, they were in the Say Ferris
2: and What's the,
1: the Ten Things I Hate 10 About 10 You. Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad we none of us did like bands playing. Oh like, god, like Wolf. like Ween and it's Pat and Mudhoney and Black Sheep. They're so <laughs> weird. Like yeah. Ween is the one who watch. Is Ween's the only people who finds out what gender Pat
0: is? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an interesting. Put that in your trivia, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, That is the band? Yeah, that's a good bonus, hard hard question round or something. People will be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your uh, answer. Okay. Wean this. <laughs> this was awesome. Um, so our little tradition of our podcast is we, if we have a guest, they give us a topic for our next episode. So okay, got cool. anything
1: for us? Kurt? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I want to throw like uh, – I want you guys to do sketch mm-hmm. comedy. But I want to like give you a broader spectrum because that sounds like way too small. Okay. Like either – one specific performer, or one specific sketch, or a sketch comedy movie, okay. or like anything counts, like a show, like a show, show. Okay. or like uh, okay. one error of Will Ferrell on SNL, gotcha. or like whatever you want, like in the realm of sketch comedy, one of the Python
2: movies, okay. like nice. anything nice. you can think of. So top five sketch comedy things. moments, moments, things, yeah. moments, okay, things, moments, gotcha. nouns, <laughs> nouns, first, first yeah, okay,
0: cool. Cool. cool, I like it, thank dude. you, sweet. Yeah, we haven't really touched on comedy. I mean, you guys no. do all sorts of cool yeah, shit, yeah. So, so
1: I'm bringing comedy to this. So awesome. Take, time. You guys should take it home with it. All right. Thank you, Thank you sir. Comedian Of course. the comedy. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you. All right, <laughs> man. Uh, Kurt,
0: plug yourself real quick. Yeah, uh,
1: Kurt Krober. I'm running around Denver causing trouble. Uh, Coming to my trivia night on Tuesday nights. Denver's Weirdest Trivia. Uh, it's at the Pizza Peddler. It's 75% off your tab if you win, but uh, nice. that's. I'm also just on the internet. Twitter, www.kurt.com.
0: No dot shit.
1: Who cares? <laughs> and you know, um,
0: just be my friend. I awesome. like that Kurt. My favorite thing about him is he wrote a trauma film. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's called Psycho Sleepover. <laughs> nice. It's on YouTube. It's Watch on YouTube it. too. Yeah. <laughs> Currently on YouTube. Yeah. That's Excellent. top of my playlist too. Right? Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Hey, thank All you guys. Right. Thanks for having me. Fun. Cool. We'll have yeah, Meet the Giant fun. take us out and we'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. Thanks.